All right, MBNR listeners, if you are a fan of volleyball, I've got something that might interest you. It's pro time in Nebraska. The Omaha Supernovas hit the court for the first ever pro volleyball federation match on January 24th against the Atlanta Vibe at the CHI Health Center. The first serve is set for 7 p.m. The Supernovas roster includes NCAA national champions, All-Americans, and Olympians. You can secure your season and single match tickets now at supernovas.com. And again, the first match is set for January 24th against the Atlanta Vibe at the CHI Health Center. First serve is set for 7 p.m. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Otter. He's a junkyard dog. And Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? You get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. GBR. Go big red indeed. No block, no rock. <laughs> Season four, episode 22. Coming at you. From the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room, 108th and Harrison in La Vista, Nebraska, 68128. Fellas, let's go around, talk about what we are drinking real quick. Pickle fight. Always. Like week 12 Four life. Row. I got to get my veggies. Pickles are a cucumber. <laughs> I don't. This is my vegetable. I He's a teacher. You are a vegetable. Look at you. <laughs> That's a very disturbing joke if you really think about it, but we're not going to delve. Yeah, let's just, don't dwell we're on that gonna, one. Let's just brush move on. on that one. <laughs> I am not drooling. No. Oh, God. Okay. Right as we Before say, don't we dwell on it. <laughs> Go. All right. I'm drinking a Eos Hefeweizen. Great beer. I'm starting to, I'm starting uh, to just kind of hook myself to that. Yeah. Like, I don't. You're getting settled in. Yeah. It happens to the in. best of us. Happens to the best of us. Mike, not to me. Not to Mike. Mike, I'm what are you drinking? drinking something. I need Kyle's help with this. I'm drinking a beer that is crafted by the brewery here. It is called the... Taco Vesa. That is the that's one. A, that's yes. the one. Yes. I'm drinking a fantastic... Uh, See? I call it... It's kind of like Corona, no free plugs. Without the, without the skunk, it is a fantastic beer. If yeah. you don't like the skunk, which I, I, do, I like the skunk. I'm a skunky guy. Yeah. You disgust me. In multiple so. ways now. Yeah. <laughs> Connor, what are you drinking? You guys know I'm drinking Pilsner. It's every week. But to be fair, we got Pickle Connor over here and Hef Connor over here. Yeah. Like, I don't feel that bad anymore. It's happening. Yeah. I don't feel that bad. Brandon Tiedemann. Hello. Okay, now, Herd at Sports, what would you, what's your title at Herd at Sports? What would you call yourself? Producer. Okay. Producer, he's like a he's like a utility, yeah, kind utility of guy. knife. A real Taysom Hill over here. Yeah, he's he's yeah. the Heinrich yeah. Harburg in twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. the listeners out there, he does <laughs> produce the No Block No Rock podcast on a weekly basis. So, before we get going, before we shit on him, let's give him a round of applause here. <laughs> not, oh, that not that one. Not that one. That one. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yes, you. That Thank is you. our producer. He's the one that listens to all our. Whiny voices. And he, he cuts out. Listen to yeah. Shit. yeah. <laughs> I give He's him like, a polished, perfectly heard. great episode, and he just goes, Click. upload, <laughs> done. It's done. We appreciate you. And put the description in. Yeah. yeah, that, exactly. yeah. that I we, said I write myself. Yeah, but I got to make sure there's no, there's no incorrect spelling or anything, you know. Yeah, which yeah. no AI. With, with Mike is probably a pretty high likelihood. That is, so. a, that is a high likelihood. So, yeah. Brandon, do you know what you're drinking? Is this your first time here? First time here, okay. like 
just like as myself. I've came here with my dad before. So nice. What good. would your dad drink here? I think good game. Good game. Yeah. All right. Your what dad's do you, got good, good taste. Yeah, good taste. But I'm drinking pickle fight. It's pretty yeah. good, right? Thank like, you. This side of so, the table. Hey, come on. There we go. I'll cheers you with your fucking shirt. Hey, you're you're matching in beers and in merch. All right, so let's let's, yeah, let's get this let's, elephant out okay. of the room. So you all watching? You're you're thinking we're traitors. You think we're pieces of shit? I don't blame you. We got 41 people in here witnessing us wearing okay Iowa crap. So before the season started, Nebraska football season, we all you know, went game by game and we guessed scoring predictions for each game. Um, we had made a bet with Iowa fan Brandon Tiedemann that if Iowa were to win, that Connor would get a tattoo. Uh, that got that got nixed. <laughs> but that got nixed. And we 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 settled on wearing Iowa shirts with our own little twist. twist. Yeah. You know, they're not just Iowa logos. Yeah. With I love Kirk or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So we all put our own little spin on it. Now we're going to go around and just explain like what our shirts are and what they say. Yep. Phil Parker deserves better and he's grabbing his ball bag. Yeah. Which I mean is honestly an accurate statement. <laughs> Phil Parker does. He does. Better. Yep. You know, he's a Broyles award winner for, for best assistant coach. Um, his defenses are always um, very good. Even if his offenses, the offenses that they play aren't the greatest, their defenses are always great. You can never deny that. And I'm sure he's wanted to strangle Brian and Kirk on multiple occasions. Um, I also wanted to add um, LeVar Woods to my shirt somehow because he's also another coach that deserves better. Because that offense is just doo-doo. Yeah. Yeah. Doo-doo water. Which is a perfect transition because... Dog water. My shirt says... Offense? <laughs> yeah. What is? What is what, what is? Uh, what type of offense is this? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually surprised the university is not selling that shirt. I know. <laughs> Mike, what does yours say? My shirt says, keep Brian Ference, because I believe that he should be the offensive coordinator indefinitely, and then after that, be the head coach of Iowa. That's what I want. Yeah. It's not too late. It's never too late. Yeah. Bring him back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's funny. So mine is on the same note. Is after they let go of Brian Ferentz, my shirt says "Hire Scott." Um, just because we had to endure that pain, I want Iowa to endure it as well. So it just it made sense. Yeah. <laughs> and we might yeah. and like I told you before the episode, you might want to put a Arizona Wildcats yeah. logo on there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, if Iowa were to lose that game, do you guys remember what our our bet yes. for him was what he was has it? to get a NBNR tattoo, mm. and he, he I'm telling you, look, he was I'm, about it. He was he was going to. Yeah. I mean, it is a slick. Logo. I think Brandon uh, was the one who initiated the bet, and then he I, came I, up on I stage. I did do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I shook everyone's hand. I was like, <laughs> and then I also did not know what their punishment was for about about a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> good. I didn't know because. I just saw their offense, and I was like, you know what? We're I'm probably gonna be getting a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where would you have gotten it? I probably would have done it on my thigh. Yeah, yeah. I'd have been sick. Something you can hide. Sick. I, mean, I wouldn't have really cared. So yeah. I mean, it's a tattoo. If you're gonna make fun of my tattoo, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Make fun of my no block, no rock tattoo. Well. Look, if there's anything that we can say about Brandon Tiedemann, is the guy's got some nuts. Yeah. The guy went on a blind bet. He didn't even give us conditions. He's like, yeah, I'm getting a tattoo if Iowa loses. 
And we're like, okay, what do you want from us? And he's, he's like, like I, don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's, cool. uh, let's do it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That you was know, a fun episode. And, yeah. uh, you know, Mike, you have your Keep Brian Ferent shirt. And uh, I think this kind of leads me to a question I want to ask you, Brendan. You know, I was coming off a 10-win season. Despite the offensive struggles, you know, football's just, it's not all about offense. There's other phases of the game that Iowa does very well, and they managed to scratch and claw their way to 10 wins. And that's been kind of a, kind of a regular thing as of late. Yeah. With Kirk Ferentz. When you say... with Brian. When you say other phases of the game that they do well, do you just mean special teams? Like, is that a Tory Taylor? Defense. Is that I mean, <laughs> their defense is the reason we lost the game, so... Yeah. the reason why I'm wearing this shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I guess, like, you know, I don't know if you're, you're a freaking Iowa diehard that, you know, you have a Kirk Ferentz shrine in your closet or something, like anything like that, but I just want to ask you, either yourself or any Iowa fans that you know... Like, where are they at with Kirk? Like, what's the sentiment of Kirk Ferentz? I mean, he's going in the College Football Hall of Fame eventually, despite winning jack shit (laughs) of note. Hey, coaching 45 years is pretty impressive. It's it's a law. You had a good, good, decent run there, Kirk. But, like, are you guys getting restless under Kirk? I think he's probably going to be gone in two years. I think that having to fire his own son is like taking a toll that he doesn't want to talk about to the media just because they're going to twist it in ways that you, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to come to an end here soon. And I think once that happens, you know, I don't know what's going to, I mean, it's two years down the line. It's all the stuff with that college football. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, he's a only coach I've known my whole life. I've right. Only, I've only known Kirk Ferentz. I'm 22. I've only known him as my head football coach. <laughs> right. That's like wild. the devil like, you know. Like I've only <laughs> known him. So I mean, for me, he gave me some good memories, some bad memories. But I think, depending on who we get for an offensive coordinator, it's going to be. We'll see where he's at because we probably have to pay him a lot of money. I guess the question kind of is like, does he get forced out? Yeah, because they got that new athletic director, and she might want to, uh, you know, leave her mark, right? Put her little fingerprints. And they usually do. Mm-hmm. And they usually they usually want to get yeah. someone in there that's like that's my person, like that's my coach, ride or die. You know, you see that with Trev and with Bill, Rule or Bill Moose and yeah, he who shall not be named. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So we'll we'll get into that a little bit more too. You, you bring up an interesting point with the athletic director and coaching. We've seen this new athletic director at Iowa kind of pinching pennies, not really wanting to hand out big contracts. That aside, with you saying Kirk may be out in two years, uh, which I think would be more of a mutual decision as opposed, like you, you don't unceremoniously fire a guy like Kirk Ferentz. I don't like Iowa. I do respect Kirk Ferentz and what he's done there. Um, but that idea that he might be gone in two years is... Does that, is it like a silver lining? Do you see hope there? Or are you kind of concerned for like what that could bring? Like, I don't know what would happen after we get rid of Kirk. Like, I don't know at all what would happen because I've, like, like I've said, I've never had to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole generation of people that have no idea what it's going to look like. Like, because they've never seen it. Literally a generation. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, it would be cool to see like who am I, who they're going to get, but it's also going to be bittersweet because he's one of the best coaches. Like it's, he's consistent every year. Yeah. 
So steady Eddie. Yep. I just feel like uh, I was in a place, and I'm sure we talked about this before, but I feel like I was in a place where Nebraska was in 03 under Solich, where, yeah, Solich had a, a 10-win season, and it's just you watch some of those games in 2003, and even 2002, that really scared us. But 03, like, I went to the game where Kansas State came to town, and L. Roberson and Darren Sproles Put a hurting on the Huskers. Yep, on and Jared's I, 18th birthday. <laughs> Shut <Yep>. up. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I still remember L. Roberson throwing a touchdown pass, running down the sidelines doing this. Woo! And it, the final score was like 38 to something, and uh, Bo Pelini walked across midfield, and he was yelling at, uh, at Bill Snyder for running up the score. Just like you remember little snippets like that. Where people look back and they go, they shouldn't have fired Frank. But I'm telling you, in the moment, in November of 2003, a lot of people were singing a different tune. And I'm seeing Iowa right now where, you know, they're winning 10 games. Like, what more do you guys want? But we're winning 10 games in the Big Ten West. What's going to happen right. when these yeah. the divisions Coast, are gone. Hey. When these West Coast offense comes in and actually, like, stuff that we don't see unless it's a bowl game. Okay, yeah, well, I'll, how about this? What if you, you guys, what if you guys win? Eight, you know, eight. Like what? Again, like I would ask, are are you is Iowa f- unhappy with eight wins? Like I don't know if you should be. I'll tell you, eight you know? to ten wins a season oh, is a hell of a lot better than four or five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a reason we're sitting here in this shit tonight. Right, right. There's a reason. But it's like those games are so hard to watch this year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I was at the Minnesota game, and you know, granted. I was like right where he quote unquote stepped out of bounds. Mm-hmm. But it's like those games are so like hard to watch as a fan because it's just, you know, it's going to happen every time. Right. I know on third and six, we're running the damn ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Yeah. I could, I could probably tell you what a first drive is every time. Yeah. It's pass, run, run. And yeah. then we're like, oh, well, well, looks we got to give it to our punter. Cool. Yeah. Tori, your best player on the on the yeah. roster. Set a record. Who had, by the way, who had the worst game of his career against Nebraska on that Black Friday game? Yeah. Brian Buschini's best game, Tory Taylor's worst. That was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I thought well, it was going to be literally the total opposite. And to bring up the Nebraska game, you knew with 26 seconds left in the game, they were going to run it from their own 40. And what they do, they run it 30 yards to kick a field goal and they win. Like, ha! Huh. It worked out. Of course they did. Of course it did. Yeah. Yeah. That time it worked out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's one in a million chances. Like, I don't Not think Brian wasn't, <laughs> I don't know if Brian was the whole problem. We have terrible quarterbacks. Yeah. Sure. And we've had receivers leave. I mean, sure, we make tight ends, but that's like, whatever. I expect that. But like, I would rather have a fun offense than a defense that's going to lock you down. I like to watch track new me. school football. He wants right. to watch a track me. You want yeah. that fun Scott F offense, huh? Yeah. That fun run and gun. Fast, fast, yeah. fast. Turnover, turnover, turnover. I don't know. Be careful what you wish for, my friend. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Are you, so are you, uh, are you an Iowa fan that's kind of like, that you like, like to chirp at Nebraska fans a lot, like on Twitter and stuff? No, I don't really. There's, don't. A, there's a whole, like for people that just are not involved in like the Nebraska Twitter 
Twitter sphere. Like, yeah, there's just this like cesspool of like certain Nebraska fans that just seem to always want to get into arguments with like Iowa fans and everybody's constantly digging at each other and stuff. I mean, I'm, I Jared. am balls it, deep in that cesspool, baby. So I was just curious. Like, like I, I don't, balls I, deep. I don't care. Like I'm going to like my friends, we're going to banter. I'm not going to go and bash a random person on Twitter because of Nebraska game. Like I don't, Twitter's like, for. If anything, I like. I, I live in Nebraska at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, I still yeah. I still don't hate Nebraska. I right. want to say I don't hate Nebraska, but when it comes to Black Friday, I'm wearing black and yellow. Right. Sure. Gross. Like that's just how that's just how it is. I'm not good. I'm not like this. I hate Nebraska. Right. Like it's I li- live with Nebraska fans. That's boring. Come God. on. Where's well, the hate? I'll say this. <laughs> I I was dreading walking into the office because so Brandon, he's in the desk, like right next to me in the same little office. And like I came walking in and I'm like, yeah, you won. And I don't know if you had like texted me or messaged me or something uh, or like tweeted at me and you're like, hey, good game or something like that. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like Fuck we'll you. order our shirts. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's never been like I, I was dreading going in the office. But yeah. Dude, I'll tell cool you. Cool Iowa fan. I, I've been to Iowa City for Black Friday games, I think two or three times. And I will tell you, honestly, like a lot of Iowa fans actually are really nice. It's just the ones on Twitter. Mike's got to tell not. a story. Mike's, yeah, oh, Mike, Mike. He's itching. I have to tell a story every time we talk about Iowa because when I went to Iowa City, and I've been there multiple times, three, four times, um, I went there at my hotel. Somebody took a knife to my tonneau cover on my truck. That was cool. You know, like. <laughs> That was really nice, really nice of him. Really nice fan. Thanks a and lot. And then we go into the stadium. I'm with my buddy, Zach, who is an Iowa fan. Don't know if he's listening or not, but he is an Iowa fan. And it's me and Zach and our wives. And we are Nebraska, Iowa gear. Everybody's rocking their stuff. Whatever. Sure. We're in a row. Yeah. We're yeah. together. I got these two drunk assholes. This fat. God, he was so fat. He's fat. Dude, right so in. these two fat guys are blocking our seats right when we get there. And my wife and, and his wife, Serena, go up and they were like, hey, you know, these are our seats. And they didn't move. They just stood there. And so finally, like, went over there and Zach was with me. And we were like, hey, hey, you know, like, these are our seats. And they didn't want to move. So I just, like, just scooted on into my spot and I sat down. So we do that. And then throughout the game, you know, this is a game where Nebraska's like, Three and nine or four and eight, like just a bad team. A real meaningful game. Really bad team. Yeah. Typical. Yeah. And we're uh, they throw like an interception at the end of the game or miss a field goal. I don't remember. I think it almost went to overtime. So whatever happened. And this motherfucker, <laughs> this this <laughs> fat motherfucker. By the end of the game or whatever, like the sections kind of cleared out a little bit. And the Iowa, that the big fat guy that was sitting next to us, he jumped behind me during the game and was chirping in my ear most of the fourth quarter. And when the game ended, he jumped down in front of me, spit in my face, and threw the bones in my face. Oh, and okay. I, that's I said, and and, and you I didn't have, throw a punch. No, great. oh, no. I throw a punch right there. You, you spit you at don't, me. Where are we going? You don't do things in enemy territory. But you, so I had my buddy Zach. He's like, "Come on, man! Like that's not you know that, that that's not freaking cool." Right. Um, and there's this little kid there. He, you know, he's with this family and he's a little like Iowa fan. And like my buddy Zach goes over to him and he's just like, "Hey." Don't ever be like that fan. And so, like, mm. you know, like, I'm with a guy that is, you know, rooting for the, the Iowa Hawkeyes. You yeah, know, your and, friends. Yes. Yeah. And I, so I would not say that the fans are respectful. Mm. And, and that's just a small example. I've been there multiple occasions and multiple times we have chirping. Uh, but I was there. It wasn't the last time. The second to last time we beat them in Iowa City when, uh, it was a 
uh, Kenny Bell caught it in the corner of the end yeah. zone. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. You don't have any stories like that, right? Nebraska fans treat you treat you very well, even despite uh, the black and gold. Yeah. So my first ever college football game, I was in high school. It was when Nebraska was playing Iowa in, in Nebraska. And now this is my fault, I will admit. I was wearing a Hawkeye jersey in the student section. So I was expecting to get stuff like banter. I don't care. Sure, sure. sure. I probably had a handful of like half eight hot dogs, pizza, shooters, <laughs> like thrown at me. Oh. And like, I didn't say anything because I was like, whatever. Like, I'm with my friends. I'm going to be nice. Like, they probably know them. And then, like, this is when I was going to ask me to come back and win. So I, after, turned around, like, screamed at the kids that were throwing stuff at me. And I didn't know they were all in a fraternity. Oh. So there was like sure. 25 of them yeah. that were like, meet me outside. And I was like, no. No. What a lame way to go about that. Like, we instigated this, and now we want a 25 on one. That's a lame thing. Like, that, I was like, that is a frat thing to do, right, Connor? No. Yeah. No, we were actually very nice, thank you. Uh, were the shooters, they were, throw, were they at least full, so you could, like, catch them and just fucking... No, they were, back. like, Finish it empty fireball shooters with spit zins in them. Nice. Oh, that's just mean. <laughs> See, so, like, if you're going to throw a shooter to somebody, at least make but, like, it I don't, like, that, like, that's just a part of the game. Like, I'm not going to, like bash a fan base for that. That's just the way it is like at people my age. We're going to talk shit. Right. Yeah. And that's just how it is. Well, it, I, I think there's a difference between like the banter, the talking shit, whatever, and then like actually throwing something at somebody. That's that's a very, that's, that's a Like line. if you're like 45, you're doing that shit, stay the fuck home. Yeah. 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 Like that's unacceptable because like if you're in with your kids. Right. Like I have seen, yeah. like went out to the Minnesota game this year with Iowa. Like I saw a dad like full on like screaming at some Hawkeye fans just like because it was the end of the game or whatever. I'm like, he's with his like six or seven year old kid. I'm You're like, an adult, dude. Like, what, yeah. what example are you setting for your kids? Like that's how you should watch football. Well, like, right. after the the Texas and Washington game, I don't know if you guys saw that video of the the Texas fan, the one that pooped himself. No, not oh. that one. I didn't <laughs> see that. I'd be curious oh, yeah. to see that. It was dirt. But he was yeah. Sorry, he was uh like. All these Washington players were running like down the sideline. He's like, come fight me. The Texas fan, fight me. What? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he's, and he's got his, little kid, his, his son next to him. Oh, it's I like, saw that. I saw that. Yeah. You want to you yeah. fight a 19, 20 year old that's at the peak of his freaking athletic yeah. prime? First of all, also the Michigan you, fan. And, um, and equipment on. Right. Yeah. Did you see the Michigan fan, the son, the dad and the son that stormed the field after, yeah. after they won the national championship oh, and yeah. they were like arrested? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, nothing like seeing your dad get thrown in handcuffs for doing something stupid. Like, right. just be responsible fans. Yeah. You're, like, like yeah. these are college athletes, guys. I know yeah. they're getting paid way more money than we ever will. Yeah. But at the end yeah. of the day, they're still 18 to 22-year-olds. You right. Know? Like, you know what they're doing after this? They're going back to their dorm room or their apartment, and they're going to play Xbox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They don't <laughs> care. Yeah. Right. It's okay to chirp, but just, like, have a brain. Yeah. Well, it's have like even brain. those frat guys, like... They see you, right? Nebraska loses. They blow it. It's like, just tip your cap. Like, if you're a Nebraska fan, just say, yeah. Cool, I like, get it. You probably were all drunk because it was a really cold game that year. Yeah. So, like... It, Warm I, me up. Yeah, I get it. But, like, all I... Like, I didn't say anything the whole game. I just sat there, watched the game, kept my mouth shut. Because, first of all, I'm the only one wearing black and yellow in the student section, so right. I probably should just keep my mouth shut. That's a good... Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. So, just don't say anything. Has a brain. And then, like... Throw stuff at me, cool. Like, I'm like, I finally said something at the end of the game. It was done. Yeah. And then, like, fight me. I'm like, 
Well, I mean, like, I don't have 24 other people with me here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, like, what do you want me to do? Get jumped? Yeah. yeah. What do you take, a 19-year-old's debit card? Sure, take my 50 bucks I had at the time. Yeah. And guess what? And guess what, fellas? I was not the one that just beat you. Yeah. I'm just yeah. here to watch. Yeah. <laughs> well, it reminds me of, like, we went to, to Minneapolis, and uh, yeah. we were sitting together, and we were getting loud and boisterous. We were, as far as I remember didn't talk to any other fans. Like we were just cheering. Right. And then, uh, the gopher kick goes through the, the uprights and you, like, you know, we had Minnesota fans just staring at us. You did fight the mascot pregame. <laughs> I still have that video. <laughs> that is funny. I will say Minnesota fans from working a game for Nebraska and being at a game with Minnesota fans, they are probably some like, the worst fans. Well, I just, from, from my experience, I don't know if that's probably not all of them. Right, right. Of course so not. No. But, but like the guy that was like mean mugging us and like, what? I'm like, yeah, we didn't deserve to win. Like, yeah. uh, now I'm quiet you because should, we fucking lost. You should be embarrassed this game was this close. <laughs> right? But during that game too, we were next to like that Minnesota fan that was like pretty knowledgeable. Yeah. Like throughout the game and he's like Yeah, he was super there cool. was a yeah. there was a guy, a Minnesota fan I sat next to the whole game and we literally were just like talking about Jeff Sims. We were just going back and forth and we how were Jeff just, Sims was gonna be great that year. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna be so good. Yeah, but like <laughs> so good at even even ball. when like everyone else is like up and screaming and stuff like that, like he was celebrating, but at no point did he turn towards me and was like, fuck you, like yeah. screaming in my face or anything. Like it was more like once the game was over, they all celebrated and he's like, Hey, good game, man. Hope you enjoy Minneapolis. Like, yeah, it was awesome. Cool, dude. There yeah. was right. only one fan that really like, it sticks with me to this day was when we were walking out of the stadium. I don't know if you guys remember this interaction, um, was the one guy that walked up to us, all of us, obviously in Husker gear and just said, have a nice long drive home, you effing rednecks. Yeah. And I was like, you're from Minnesota. You're just snowy Nebraskans. <laughs> like, that's all you are. You're yeah. calling us rednecks? Like, and one, one right. kid, one kid like, ran by us and was like, better look next year. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh we don't want one. Yeah. Well, yeah, even at uh, Wisconsin yeah. a few years ago, me and Mike were walking outside the stadium, and a Wisconsin fan goes, oh, maybe next year. I go, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> or not. We come to these games expecting to lose. Yeah, we're like, just, we're having it, fun, oh, man. It's like, funny because the, yeah. they think that we're like so upset. Like, no, we expect to lose. If somehow we win, then we have like this, yeah, this whole new nine. approach. But yeah. I haven't seen us win a road game in years and I go every year. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the bad luck charm. Obviously, right? Yeah, because they, like, they lose at the home and away. Doesn't thinking, really matter. Right? Thinking back, I don't know that I've ever seen a road win. I've seen. I don't know that I've ever been in a road win. Northwestern. I saw I've one in the big Iowa. house. That's sick. I've yeah. seen two wins That's at Northwestern, cool. and I've seen one at Iowa. But I have not. Ohio State. That was the worst ass whooping I've ever seen in person. Sixty-two to three. Yeah, I've watched us lose to Iowa a couple times. Yeah. Watch us lose to Minnesota. Minnesota a couple times. If we're gonna name Watch all the teams we've lost, Wisconsin. To. My take a while. Just <laughs> hey, let them cook. Watch, let watch us cook. lose on in week zero on the hottest game of my life to Illinois. Yep, yep. Uh, Get that Michigan. Yep. Um, <laughs> gosh, the list goes yeah. on. I, I keep it's going. just a blur. I've been to seven of the no eight of the Big Ten stadiums, and I've seen Nebraska lose in almost all of them. So. Yeah. I mean, at least like you've been to the stadium. So like, that's something like I wish I could have done in college. George said, uh, Jared yeah. Hall is the best one at that table. Whoa. Ooh. Who's George? George yeah. Drennan. Who did you pay? Was that a task rabbit thing? Like $15 to comment? 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, hi, George. I'll DJ, see you tomorrow. DJ K Dub said, "Jared, check your messages." Yep, I saw that too. <laughs> What's up, K Dub? You hit me up. What's up? <laughs> sliding in DMs. She's sliding in my DMs. Um, okay, so let's put like, a bow on Iowa. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, like, yes. are there any uh, fan experiences you guys wanna? No, no, any no, other? Really. Okay, I met Caitlin Clark before. That was pretty cool. Nice. Oh, was she nice? Caitlin Clark. Yeah. So yeah. I was working in an Iowa game. It was actually about a year ago now for uh, Big Ten, and I was down in Iowa City, and I didn't know how to get like into the media area. I was lost, and someone's like, "You need help," and it was Caitlin Clark. <laughs> And she, so she walked ah. me in the arena, and I was like, "Thank you." It's pretty badass. Did you yeah. bow down to her? You say, "My queen." Yeah. I just said, "I just said thank you." I was cold as shit. That is the queen <laughs> of Iowa City, right? Okay, yeah. you get ten chances starting at half court. Do you think you get one stop against Caitlin Clark? One. I saw, we're starting at half court. Yeah, half court. Ooh. You've got all this room to work with. Do you think you can stop her? Yeah. One time. One time. One time, oh, yeah. One time, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I, she would honestly, cross my ass I, up. Nah. I, mean, yeah, I played basketball until I was <laughs> I played basketball until I was 17. So yeah. I, okay. Yeah, you'd, you'd hold your own. Yeah, Mike I'd hold would, my own for the most part. Hold your Mike own. What does that mean? Mike would blow his ankle up again. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd hold my own. You guys, like... I don't. Know, I feel like you guys are really flippant about that. Like Caitlin Clark, Caitlin is, Clark would straight ball your ass up. Yeah, I'm saying there's not a chance in she hell I could stop ball her your ass one up time. a three with a trash. Out of ten chances, you don't think I would stop her one time? Agree. Yeah. No, I don't think you're you out would. of your fucking mind. I don't yeah. think she's I the best. I, I weigh more she than her. The best I'm like her. I'm her height. Like what? I think you're, she's I think the you're best greatly. women's college basketball player maybe ever. Don't care. You're greatly underestimating. I'm I'm not going over ten. That's all I gotta say. That girl will put you on no. skates and drop a three the right last, on your head. So this I'm sitting like courtside just because I was like assisting this night, and they're playing Illinois. I remember this so vividly. Some someone in Illinois is complaining that she's like making these contested threes, and she says, "Double me, I dare you." Right. The she coolest comes, shit I've ever seen. Dog. She, she comes down the court, calls an ISO. They double her. She makes it in their face and says, go fuck yourself. And then yeah. t- media timeout. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I hope I didn't ruin any of her NIL deals by saying that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you helped her gain NIL deals by saying that. Yeah, that's tight as shit. If I was a company, I'd be like, I want that dog on my payroll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey. Humane Society reaching out immediately because she got that dog. We, <laughs> we did have uh, somebody comment from Twitter. Okay. Uh, road grading the pipeline. Husker okay. fan. Wife. Um, and then I think he might have tagged his wife. He said, I went to Oklahoma versus Nebraska and Lincoln. Husker fan called my wife a bad name. And then he Whoa. said, completely unprovoked. Nebraska fans are not immune from doing crazy shit either. No, you are no. correct. Yeah, you're correct. Our fans are not the nicest ever either. You go near that student section. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. That's I would all say, I got to say. Right. Overwhelmingly, most fan bases are actually pretty level-headed. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you'll it, find the bad ones, yeah. especially if you're looking for them. Yeah. 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 If, you go to, if you go to a road game and you're trying to be that guy, you're trying to be that fan, like, that's when I said, you're like, oh, should I, you should, did you punch him in the face? I'm like, no, because... If I'm in enemy territory, I approach the situation like I'm in well, enemy territory. It, I'm one versus whatever else is there. But that's after a guy spit in your face. 
I think that's a fair response. Yeah, like, I uh, I had to tell Connor a couple times. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. Connor was bad. I was a little rowdy. He was bad. I was Just like, you know, bad. you're the one that's you gonna have bad. to get. I wasn't hit in the bad. face. Right, you were bad. I, I did knew, it like two times. I knew yeah. it'd be my luck that some guy would think it was me and just turn around and just <laughs> pop me in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I kept shifting seats with you. Yeah. Just keep them guessing. Yes. Listeners, throw it in the chat. We'll, we'll uh, keep bringing this up throughout the episode. Experiences in enemy territories. Did you guys have any unique yeah. ones? Um, any weird interactions with opposing fan bases? Throw it in the chat. Or um, good ones, I Or guess. good ones, too. Sure. Yeah. Who has good fans? Yeah. Because my experience in Minnesota is I always have a great time. I always go back every other year because I love their fans. Now, even Ann, Ann Arbor. We, Ann Arbor, we, we had a, a spectacular time. Yeah. So even Wisconsin, we had a good time. Sure. Like we, we've had good times. Yeah, before the game, I mean, before the game, nobody said anything to us. I just still think it's where they, they, they say go big red. Yeah. Like, they have like, weird. they have signs up guys. Yeah. That say like outside bars red. with the Wisconsin W that says go big red on it. They're welcoming us to town. Yeah. Welcome to Nebraska. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't They're pretty permanent. They're pretty yeah. permanent. Okay. Um, I just want to touch on like, so the chiefs, you know, of course they win. Of course. Sure. They play the Dolphins and they win 26 to 7. Now, here's here's all what I'll say. And you guys can, you know, disagree, whatever. I see Tua Tungavaloa. I go, okay. He played high school football in Hawaii. He played high school football. And then he played college football, excuse me, in Alabama. Then he goes up to Kansas City and uh, looks like he's never played a freaking game in his life. Cold weather. Yep. He is. Uh, Come in, on. In games under 20 degrees, he is now 0-5. Yeah. In the NFL. Uh, like, yeah. His college record is aside. Is like 0-8 in, in games 16 under? 60 degrees and below? Seriously? I'm pretty sure I saw that stat. Yeah. The, that's, he likes things that are catered to him. <laughs> yes. Well, like, th- oh. that, that is the argument with, like, this bunched up like playoff schedule, right? Is like, why is it that the, like Miami is traveling to Kansas city when it's negative 27 degrees outside? Because they had a higher, yeah. higher uh, seed, right? Win more games. Yeah. Right. I mean, there, there really is, there's no excuse, right? Other than just, you need to win more games. You need to yeah. do better during yeah. the regular season, right. but it's like, it's not totally, you can't tell me it's totally fair. Oh, it's totally fair. I figure it I out. I think man. it's fair. The Dolphins uh, had had a fast so, track to the one seed, and they they pissed well, it down their here's, leg. Here's what I would say: is we we talk about the weather and Tua and all this other stuff, but one of the I think the biggest factor in that game was Lajarius Sneed shutting down Tua or sorry Tyreek all game, and then well, he did uh, have a big touchdown, like seventy yards. But yeah, but for most of that game, Lajarius Sneed was his daddy. No, I and yeah, I'm not jamming him, that, dude. The, did you see? Uh, I saw it was called uh, the diabolical jam. I mean, he put Tua on his, or sorry, Tyreek on his ass uh, before oh, yeah. he even got to the line. Like, yeah, I mean, Tyreek quote tweeted him yeah. saying he sent my ass to Cancun. Yeah, he sent my ad to Cancun. Legereus Need had a great game. So, I mean, sure, we can talk about, you know, Tua and the weather and everything, but the Chiefs defense, the Chiefs looked, they, they had an offense. I didn't know they had one before this game. Oh, yeah. Um, and they, like, in all phases, looked pretty solid. Got another comment in the chat. Just going to keep trying to touch on these throughout the episode. Someone just asked, what the hell is is that Iowa trash I see? You're right. It is trash. We lost a bet. Um, these are Iowa shirts with um, not so Iowa sayings. So, yeah, we, uh, we are men of our word, and we are going to continue to um, wear these throughout the episode. Yes, so, so while yeah. it feels a little icky, yeah. yes. we are men of our word. Yes. Bear with us. 
Say all the bad things you want about Iowa in the chat. We love that. Shout out Josh. Yeah, barf. I'm with you, Josh. I'm with you. Dude, yeah, no one here is happy about wearing this. No, if I'm not happy for just one. No, yeah, Brandon's I'm happy. happy about this. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Just thumbs up. Yes, it's it's terrible, but uh, we'll we'll get through it. I think um, like the main point that I want to make with the whole Tua thing is, I think um, my my main point is I want to discourage players, high school players that are very highly rated. I want to discourage them from going to Alabama. Come to Nebraska. We will prepare you. We got we got all kinds of weather. Look outside. Listen. Yeah. yeah. It's so freaking cold. Oh my God. My back kills from fucking shoveling. Yeah. My back is just disintegrating right now. Get a like, snowblower. It hurts so bad. Do you have particles? <laughs> so many particles. <laughs> um, my vertebrae is all fucked up. Yeah. No, but I just I Quit going to Alabama, guys. Alabama does not prepare you, okay? Nick Saban yeah. does not prepare you for the NFL. Well, he right. doesn't prepare anybody anymore, actually. Look at, look at yeah, he's done now. <laughs> Kalen DeBoer is not going to prepare you. Come play Matt Rule. We will turn you into Superman. You'll play in 120 degrees, and you'll play in 30 below. <laughs> Who was that? We will turn you into Superman. You come play here. Who was that dog that said, well... You know, uh, what are they going to do? Like in the NFL, are they going to say, oh, can't, can't go, uh, can't play in this? What was well, that? that well, was so true. is that the mayor of New York? You know, they, they postponed that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Soft. That was uh, Willis McGahee. Yeah, the Willis, yeah. And uh, his dad, Willis McGahee, former running back at the U, upside down. Um, He was like, yeah, he said, yeah, I'm. they have all kinds of weather. Like if I'm going to get drafted by the, Chiefs or the Bills, what am I going to say? No? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No thanks? Like, no. Come to Nebraska. You can play, play football. Yeah. yeah. That's all you're going to do. This right. is football weather. I'm sorry. If it's cold, stay home. Yeah. But so, these guys are going to do their job. So, Kyle, when you said, you know, it's not fair, like, what what degrees or what wind chill would be fair? Well, you know I, mean, I mean, are we talking like we have to play in 55, like, 60 degrees? Like this, no, this is like an extreme situation, right? You've got sure. Bills fans out here literally digging to their seats. Yeah, there was like three feet of snow on seats. Even but like, like we see but it like, on the screen right but now. But like that's Pittsburgh, right? Like Pittsburgh versus the Bills. Like, sure. Like they know that weather, right? Yeah. Like those guys play in that weather. Yeah. Miami, those guys are practicing. It's 65 degrees out 65 to 85 way, degrees outside way. after so, December. Yeah. And you're going up to Kansas City and it's negative 27 degrees. So, okay. I yeah. actually have a very specific rebuttal for this exact game. I can't oh wait boy. to hear this it. Did you know there's a heating system underneath the Arrowhead field? So the field level was about 55 degrees? No. Yes, there is. There is. It's nine inches oh. below the field. It heats the field up to about 55 degrees on field level. So 55 degrees has these guys' breaths being shown six feet from their body. Well, the air temp, like I'm talking field level, but right. the air temp is still. They're not air landing temp. on cement is what he's saying. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, it's that's still, it's that's not, not the problem. The 27 below isn't what the temp is like for the players in the field. Bull. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I will disagree with you. It was tell- a real thing. Uh, like They actually implemented this like a couple of years ago. No, I like because you're so low in the field. Yeah, you're getting all the warmth because also if you're like in the interior line, like you're just you're close. To everybody and time. honestly, like yeah. I like, see Andy it, it actually Casey is a, a it is a very specific example to like why that's a bad argument. Like if you go to Buffalo, that's not there. No, that's because like, they can't yeah. because you know they had to stay out. They started at 
12 o'clock last night shoveling the damn snow. Yeah. But KC is like the one example where I can be like, okay, this is not the best example. Of Are you saying they should be neutral not, sites? Huh? Like a neutral site game? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, because you can't move it to Miami. Because then it's no, like, no, no, it's no, neutral fair. site. Neutral yeah. site. But you put a neutral site, so you play it in like, where, they, what, in a uh, dome? Yeah, play it in Indy. They don't ever, they're never going to play Here's my rebuttal <laughs> to that. Here's my rebuttal to that. The home field advantage. Yes. You guys. That's what Chiefs teams, that's what cheat. That's what teams play for in the regular season. Right, I, I feel like if you just do all these neutral site neutral site games, you're gonna lose the motive, you know, motivation. I know you're getting yeah, it's kind of tricky territory there, but I just feel like you would turn into like the freaking NBA or something. I hate the NBA. Nothing means anything in the NBA. No. That's why they had to do the the in season tournament, which meant because, nothing either. Like you have to act like it means something. I just feel like when you have home field advantage, it gives you an an extra oomph. To play for something, yeah. Well, and and Kansas City is notorious, and they're known for that home field advantage. Like that, right. twelve. You go to Lambeau man. Field, yes. or you go to Arrowhead, and it's like, okay, it's gonna be cold as shit. And that is a that is a twelfth man, and that is an advantage. And, and as long as you play NFL games in January, like that's not gonna change, guys. That's what I'm saying. And with, yeah, and <laughs> that, that was my whole point. I'm, I'm gonna make a lot of people <laughs> mad here, but the weather is getting more extreme because of things that we do as humans. It's not going to change. No. In January, guys, we're going to have wind chills of negative 30, like for a couple couple days. Hey, add some layers, strap them up, and let's go. I, I want to point out. Yeah. So I, I talked down on Indy. I want to be clear. I am a, a Colts fan. So me saying they're never in the playoffs, A, accurate, B, uh, hurtful. Uh, but I want to give a shout out to Chiefs fans. That stadium was shockingly full. It was full. In, in ridiculously low temperatures. Those Chiefs fans are it's just built different. So while I the don't. field is heated, the stands are not. Correct. No, yeah. No, the fans Did, that bra- that braved the game, good for you. Dude, You're insane. I've done it at Husker games, though. I'm just saying, like, my seat was ice, and I, we went through it. And yeah. when we won, it was cool. Mike's when you got, lose, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Mike's got season tickets. Hey, yeah, in case you didn't know, if you're a first-time <laughs> listener... Um, I have season tickets. I saw uh, people at that Chiefs game <laughs> trying to buy beers, and they were just exploding like the second they were pulled out. And at some point, I believe they had to stop selling beverages because they're like, it's, we can't do it. Water man. bottles, like oh, yeah. the minute they took them out the fridge, you see just, the beer just, just they'd explode yeah. and the yeah. water would freeze. So it's like the fridge is keeping it warm. Yeah. You're going to have fireball and you're going to stay warm, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Suck it yeah. up. Just drink liquor. They go to tailgate in Kansas City. Like, I'm not a big That's, fan of the Chiefs by any means. But like they're tailgating, you could yeah. top notch. Yeah. They that knew what they were like doing. They're getting like they're making that new stadium. Like because I've been to a, my dad's a Chiefs fan. I'm a Vikings fan. I went to like a few games in Kansas City. The tailgating is so cool. I don't think they're moving. No, Arrowhead, they're, they're moving the Royals. the Royals. But are they going to keep that st- that parking lot there? Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so. they're just moving Kaufman. Yeah, well, I, I don't back. know what they'll call the new one. Yeah, whoever gives That's the sad. most money actually. That's yeah. sad. I'm not even a Royals fan, and that makes me sad. I am a Royals fan, and I'm sad. Ooh. So I did oh, put in here, and I don't know if it's on your agenda, but. Um, we did benefit from some transfer portals uh, since we had our last episode. Get it, King? Uh, real quick. Yeah. I'm out of beer. Okay. <gasps> yeah, me too. What, okay. What are we at in our time right we now? We are sitting at 42 minutes. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick five-minute break. Uh, top off our beers, and we will be right back. Everyone knows the Team Jack Foundation, but have you heard about the work they're doing with the Nebraska Childhood Brain Tumor Program? They're currently funding 13 projects and collaborating with national institutions such as Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, Memorial Sloan-Kettinger Cancer Center, Columbia University, and more. To date, they have raised over $12 million and counting. 
their focus, finding better treatments for kids fighting brain cancer, and one day, a cure. Why? Treatments currently used are 45 plus years old and highly toxic. If a child survives a brain tumor, they are often left with lifelong deficits due to the toxic treatments. One of the largest projects is at the University of Nebraska Medical Center, the creation of a Nebraska Childhood Brain Tumor Program. To learn more about their projects, get involved, or donate, visit teamjackfoundation.org. Did you know one in three young people will grow up without a mentor? Founded in 1991 by Dr. Tom and Nancy Osborne, the Teammates Mentoring Program's mission is to positively impact the world by inspiring students to reach their full potential through mentoring. Mentors and mentees meet in school during the day for about 30 minutes once a week to play board games, work on crafts, or just talk. Any kid as young as third grade all the way through college can be in teammates. You don't have to be an expert to mentor a student. You just have to be there. 94% of mentees say they're proud to be in teammates, and 91% of mentors say they leave their mentoring time in a better mood than when they arrived. Go to teammates.org to become a mentor today. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Cash rules everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Uh, we have a saying, no blog, no rock. Oh, there we go. Uh, obviously, our producer has never listened to that all the way through to yeah. our breaks. That is a good one. I love just looking whenever we have guests, just looking at them to see what their reaction is to that. And most of the time they're like, yeah. oh, man, it's gold. It's gold. Okay, Mike, I know you wanted to touch on some of the transfer portal additions that Nebraska has gotten. Yeah. And last week we had, we had touched on Mizuka and guys. It is Mazuka. It's not fair. It's not spelled that way. I, w- I told you this. I know. And I, I have to say it for the pod. I went to the Florida Gators roster. And they read it to you. And I scrolled down to M and I clicked on the fucking speaker because whenever you have a player with a uh, non-traditional, name. yes, no. yeah. interesting last name, the player or a computer will tell you what it sounds like. And he said... Michael Mazuka, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I go, okay, thank you for clearing that up because your last name is weird as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's spelled like Mascua. It is. Yeah. But it's it's not. But it's Mazuka. It's and it's, Although, not, it's like Bazooka. With, with the <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, Hopefully he plays like a fucking Bazooka. I, I, can't, will say, I can't wait for the Mazuka Bazooka. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I will say that learning like just now that he's from Philly makes so much more sense with that whole. Yeah, like 1950s. Yeah, that makes so much more sense. What a mop. The Popeyes, yeah. the Popeyes fighting stance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, Rich Incognito, um, yeah. dog. So they had added. So they did get Jamal Banks. They did get Jamal Banks since yes. we recorded last week. They got Jamal Banks, who figures to be wide receiver one. Big facts. That is big time. Go on. The guy's six foot. Three? Four. Yeah. Six foot three. He has over a thousand yards in his career. Yep. He's caught multiple touchdowns. I think he's at eight, I think, for his career. He's a go to guy. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a big time. Like, uh, we needed a veteran leadership and we got two guys now. Oh, God. What, what do we got there? <laughs> Josh in the, in the chat says, Sue's first name was scrambled eggs for a minute back then. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Scrambled egg Sue. <laughs> there was there was a reason we called him Sue for quite some time. Yeah. There's a reason why uh, when Nebraska went to Columbia, Missouri in 2009, Chris Fowler, when he was calling the game, didn't once say Indomitian Sue. He would always say. Mr. Sue. Mr. Mr. Yeah. Sue. Mr. Sue. And I go, Chris Fowler, you are you are savvy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are clueless to say the last name, but you are savvy. Yeah. Sorry Mr. to interrupt, but yeah, yeah. No, no, that no, was I good. Saw that, that was gold. I, Josh is a new commenter, man. It, make sure you guys are make Josh, make sure you're following us. He's dropping uh, some dimes. He's dropping yeah. some good comments in the chat. Follow us on YouTube. Yeah, make sure you subscribe to us <laughs> subscribe. on YouTube. Uh keep keep the comments and everything in the chat. We are gonna gonna continue to read those throughout the episode. Um, Jamal Banks. Yeah. Big time get young receiving core. We needed a guy like that and 60 to pair with Isaiah Nair. Like that is, yeah, we have guys and like they're recruiting guys, a very similar frame, mm-hmm. big body guys that are going to go and help a true freshman quarterback. It'll make him look better. You, say, yeah. I think what well, was it two weeks ago? We sat in that back room and we discussed where would you rather get the upgrade in the running back room? I think this might've been right after we got Dowdle. Or maybe just before. Just before. Just before. And we said, would you rather have the upgrade in the running back room or the wide receiver room? We got both. And we don't have to have that discussion anymore. <laughs> right. We got them both. Uh, thank God. Our clips did did do some numbers, though, yeah. us, of us debating that. And they're like, oh, linemen. Check. Got that. Yeah. Oh, receivers. Check. Got that. Twice. Uh, running back. Got that, too. So I, they was, did work in the portal. I yeah. saw some discourse, too, on our, I think, our Twitter um, that was talking about, you know, the O-line is trash. And, you know, I, I it must have been I one of you two that was talking. I was like, you don't think this line improved year over yeah. year? Yeah, it was Jared. Um, and, yeah, I, I agree. Is there still room for growth on that O-line? Absolutely. Of course. But if you're a program, no matter whether you're a four-win Nebraska, a five-win Nebraska, or a 12 or 14-0 Michigan, if you don't see room for growth at all in any of your units, you're wrong. Not only that, you, you saw growth from guys who are they are returning, except for Ethan Piper, you know, whole yeah. thing there. Sure. Um, but you're, you're adding a guy that had over 700 snaps playing for the best conference yes. in America, the SEC, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They He's don't play like, in the cold. Yes, yeah. that's true. That's fair. Yeah, they don't. They wouldn't survive because Mizuka, Mizuka Bazooka played at Baylor. Warm. Not cold, Florida. Nope. Not cold. So he, you know what? He saw Nebraska and said, "Matt Rule, they're going to prepare me." I mean, he is. From I saw. I saw Tua play. Huh? He is from Pennsylvania. That's true. So he Damn. he does know what the cold looks like. You're right. Yeah. He's not Tua, who was from Hawaii and then went to Alabama <laughs> to Miami. <laughs> yeah. like, again, you talk about the bazooka. In two seasons, he's missed two games. That's like, crazy. One yeah. of them are fighting. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. of them, you know, it's a suspension. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, he's, he's going to be a huge addition. I, yes. I, I don't understand why people are worried. Like, I understand being concerned that, like, we need the O-line to be better, but... Mazuka's a great addition. Josh said, yeah. uh, I just want the line to change their diapers and be mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that change their diapers. And, I'm, I certainly agree with that. Be ben mean Scott part. is the new Richie Incognito. We need that. I would disagree and say, I think Ben Scott, oh boy. he made dumbassery things. Like, hey, like, Richie Incognito you're did dumbassery things too. True, but that's, like, also, that's like, true. You can't, yeah. you can't act like a dog like after the play and shit. 
Like, Mazuka's going to be that guy. I think Mazuka's going to be the enforcer. I think yeah. Richie was an enforcer. I think... Attitude. I think uh, Ben Scott, the timeliness of... it was And it was, like, insignificant, like, plays, too, that he would... <laughs> it was against like, Louisiana Tech. Yeah, you like, know? what are we yeah. doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Like, if, if a guy hits your quarterback, yeah, go at him. Sure. But, sure. like, don't just, like, push a guy late because you want to. Like, yeah. That's yeah. just dumb. That's dumbassery. You shit. guys just got a 40-yard gain against Louisiana Tech. Like, let's not go after the whistle. Yeah. Yes. Let's, yeah. let's cool it. Yeah. Yes. I do. Um, I hope Richie Incognito routinely hosted O-line meetings at strip clubs. Bring that back. Bring it back. I'm down. Bring that, that back. Yeah. Get the boys going. Dude. Get them back in the boom boom is room. That, <laughs> is that against NIL? Is that like is I that mean, not allowed? I don't see why it would be. I there's, think there's uh, strip clubs in Lincoln. Strip right? clubs are a private establishment. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can donate their money however they'd like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if they're taking care of my alignment, listen. If, get an NIL deal from Shakers. <laughs> if if it'll bring back like things that you know we did in the nineties. I mean, things we did in the 90s, guys. Woo. Sell my soul to the devil. My yeah. God. People hey, talk about... Did you know about, we were good in the 90s? Oh, my yeah. God. People talk about, like... <laughs> and why? Oh, and because the they went to the strip club yeah. every day yeah. instead of class. People talk about, like, in the 90s, they turned a blind eye to a lot of stuff. Like, brother, I can't see. I am, I am not turning a blind eye. I'm, I'm good. I don't see shit. You guys do whatever you need. Just win me games. Yes. Yeah. Bob Devaney... There's many stories about Bob Devaney. And we could get we actually get to hear some of those yeah. coming up. Future episode, we are gonna have Gary Saddlemeyer on the podcast. And that guy has some stories about Bob Devaney. Listen, dude, those- sitting at the same ta- table as Gary Saddlemeyer and Kent Pavelka, you're bound to just get these nuggets of just straight fire. Yeah. I, yeah. I think their our, Japan story. Our, yeah, <laughs> the Japan story is great. Yeah. Um I I think Sitting at that table, the discussions that we had with Saddlemeyer and Pavelka were more entertaining than the show itself. Oh, yeah. It was so cool, like, to be able... Like, we weren't even supposed to be at that table. We got moved there last minute. Shout out, Gorman. Yeah, shout out Chris Gorman. Um, And, yeah, just hearing these guys talk about their incredible careers was so fun. What was that face? Jared doesn't have work tomorrow. I'm pretty sure my... Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Yeah. No, you're fine. I, was, sure I, I finished up. I was just talking about too cold. Stories. You're I having a know. cold day, dude. I don't know. Why is it so soft? We had to stay extra in high school. We had to stay till June. It could I, be. It could be late start, guys. It could be late start. I don't know. I remember I walking to school phone uphill both ways through four feet of snow yeah. every day. All yeah. right, Grandpa. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When Brandon was in school, they had remote learning days because like, yeah. he's that fucking young. <laughs> hey, that's not that's a right. bad thing. No, nah, I was he's a COVID, COVID. I'm a COVID kid. Yeah, COVID uh, kid. There you so go. So they started that after me. Like, everything was cool after me. Like, they upgraded the basketball jerseys. They yeah. got a state-of-the-art facility. What high school? They oh, said, you went to Papio, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Mr. Well, Hall. Okay. Well, I can, I can attest to this. We all had meetings. We said... Tiedemann's gone. Like we can, yeah. <laughs> wait, we can, we can do stuff now. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, were you actually, did you actually teach him? Yeah. Yeah. He was That's one of So this is actually environmental really science. Yeah. So right? Jared was one of my teachers in high school and like, I actually like got along with him really well. I wasn't like a bad kid, but like I could actually like talk to him about stuff that didn't pertain to school. You Jared, were, you Jared, were yeah. one of those like upperclassmen. Yeah. That, you know, you can you can do that with high schoolers. You can talk about stuff without going over the line, of like course. Like boom, boom rooms. Yeah. We, we <laughs> no, don't discuss don't strip that. clubs. <laughs> Damn it. But, like, that's kind of funny how, like, I'm full circle. Like, I'm here now. Like, yeah. Because when I first started, I heard that it was when you guys were at the live show for 
pipeline, I believe. Yeah. That's yeah, what that's, that's the one we were just talking yeah. about. That's when I first met all you guys. I was like, What's I up, did, Mr. I Hall? Did, I did look a lot different in high school. I had my hair buzzed. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. You probably really had like some like serial killer vibes, I think, with those shaved heads. No, no. It was super it, short he has hair. Serial killer vibes now. No. <laughs> yeah. I looked, think you look great. He looks, Thank cl- you. He looks clean yeah. now. But this good. is like cool full circle moment for me. Hell I'd yeah. Say. When you when you saw him at Hurt At, did you call him Mr. Hall? I did. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. I did. That's actually hilarious. And I said that's right. Yeah. Josh, Josh <laughs> said my name. That's, Josh says like if I was a teacher, each class would start a lesson with why Nebraska is better than Iowa. Like our like the future education and everything, that's in your hands. You could you could brainwash them into loving Nebraska. Well, and here's the thing, right? And we can like kind of use this as like talking about the wide receiver room. Getting Jamal Banks was so key, you know, especially they get Nair from Texas, who put up put up numbers at Wyoming before. Yep. But like I said last week, is kind of one of those cases that you just don't know where he's at, either physically or mentally. You know, when you're when you're out of the game for a few years, when you get past up the depth chart. Xavier bats. Omar Manning, I said. Yeah. Few, uh, like, but yes, yeah. like uh, cases like that. You hope that change of scenery, new coaching staff. You know, we've said this about so many players in the past. Like, yeah. what if they just get a new opportunity, a new open door? It allows them to flourish. But it no, hasn't but then really you, happened. It hasn't. <laughs> but like seriously, yeah. if you no. look back, this is this is I the mean, off season hopeful. The Jared version. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so going through like Omar Manning, Xavier Betts. Hell, we could talk about O'Shawn Mathis. Like, yeah. Mathis yeah. did not Another have a great season. Like flake. Yeah. While these additions on paper look great, cautious optimism. But the thing, like I say Nair, but then they add Banks, Banks. who has a more proven track record. Yes. Power five proven track record. Right. Yes. Yeah. And this increases the depth of that wide receiver room. It gives you a, I think it's safe to say he's like a reliable, reliable, right? He's not going to take the top off of it, but he's going to be like Mr. Like the Billy Kemp that he was supposed to be this year was like right. lots of targets, Going to go with you six yards. Going to go with you that first down if you need it. He's going to be seven inches taller. Yes. That yeah, helps, yeah. too. That, help. that helps, Damn, he's 5'8"? Yeah. <laughs> I, right? Is it, isn't he? I think he might be. Um, oh, shit. That was funny. I, but how tall is Billy Kemp, though? <laughs> he said, that, that was the joke. Yeah. No, I know. I, I, I think Billy five, Kemp eight. was like 5'7", 5'8". We got to be careful because we might have him on. No, Billy. So we got to be careful. <laughs> I, I'm not dogging Billy Kemp. Billy Kemp's well, a no. great player. But he's um, short. Um, he's short. <laughs> but no, I, Dylan Raiola, true freshman, needs a security blanket. Mm-hmm. And I think this was a very valuable addition that was needed. Like, Nair, cool. But Banks, cherry on top. Like, the, the, these additions that they've made, whether it's Mazuka, Banks, uh, Stefan Thompson, yeah. linebacker. These are all guys that are going to start. These aren't like, maybe they just... These are going to be your starters. Like, they, they've gone into the portal knowing what they need. Yep. And they've got these guys. It's very encouraging. I think I saw, is it 75, like, new players since Rule took over? I mean, this is an overhaul of this program. And hopefully for the better. I mean, we've seen teams do this and not succeed with this. But it looks like the additions that Nebraska is getting 
are both valuable and good culture fits. And I think that's the second part of that is I think arguably the most important um, because you're not going to go pull a guy out of the portal just because he's in there. Like he's got to be talented. We know that. Yeah. But what I look at and the one that I know we shit on all the time is uh, Coach Prime out in Colorado. A As lot of should. those guys are not. Yeah. yeah, a lot of those guys are not good culture fits. And granted, I don't know that the culture there is good. So I think it is what it they is. fit the culture perfect. Yeah, it is the what misfits. it is. But, yeah, they're misfits. Yeah, but I I think Matt Rule uh, we've talked about a lot of times. Is he a salesman or a coach? And I think he's both. And I think he knows sure. what he wants. And the guys that are buying in are the guys that we want here. And that's good for you guys because you're going to have guys you want to develop. That's what something like I feel like Nebraska hasn't had. And so long as you have to give guys time to develop. Yeah. And yeah. you guys are finally getting a coach that has outright said multiple times, I want guys to develop. I don't want a quarterback for two years. He wants to build an offense, a defense around young guys yeah. so that when they get to their third year, yeah. their the chemistry is off the wall. Yeah. That's, that's I, been rules bread and butter at his, at his introductory press conference. That's been the word, the D word. Development. Yeah, yeah. Development. Speaking of building around a young guy, a guy who is coming to Nebraska, Dylan Rayola. Yep. Uh, we do have a comment slash question in the chat. He says, does Dylan flip anyone on a NI National letter of intent. Yeah. yeah. NLI. NLI. NLI this week. Uh, I mean, maybe. He's playing at an all-star game. There are guys playing in that all-star game, the Polynesian Bowl, that um, have not signed their national letter of intent yet. So, I mean, it's always a possibility. Dylan is one of our best recruiters. Like, Jamal Banks does not come here if Dylan right. Rail is not the quarterback. <laughs> uh, Dowdell. Dowdell definitely does, does not, not come, come here. here. He takes his commitment photo with jumping over Dylan Rail. You know, yeah. like, it's one of those yeah. things where it's like you, you wish in a perfect world that Raiola would have been on board earlier for like months. Yes. Yeah. So you could <laughs> capitalize, get more guys. Yes. But yes, you're right. With these transfers, these guys don't come without him. Yes. What, did we, what did we talk about last week? The ripple. Yeah. Riola ripple. Yeah. The Riola ripple. So now you, you've got Riola and guys like Dowdle, like Banks are starting to come in. And what is that? It's creating smaller ripples on the, the like exterior here that other players or other players are seeing this and they're like, oh shit, there might actually be something going on in Nebraska. It is just a circle. Where you get Saka. one player Saka and it comes Saka. back around and it keeps going. And Michael, going do it. Going. It's like yeah. a haga. It's like yeah. a circle. It's like a circle. <laughs> not, um, not a triangle. The no. triangle has corners. corners. It's like a circle. <laughs> that's from uh, checking link. But that's what yes. you guys have needed for so long. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. And that's cool for me to see. Like that's as someone that works in the media, do you know how much better your job is? Yes. When the football, like, ah. Do you know how much I'm looking at the camera? You know how much easier it is for your job when the team is good that you're covering? Like it makes work cool cooler, better, like way more fun because you're cheering on a team that is potentially be able to do something. Yes. And all you crazy ass Nebraska fans, ah! I would really like if that happened so that I didn't have to have holes in my yeah. rental home. Yeah. <laughs> Go Big Red. Go Big Red. So you don't get half empty shit thrown at you. You know what? Dogs and fireball. That is such a good point. Okay, so the narrative is like you can't be a fan and you can't be in the media and like do your job appropriately if you, you know, you dabble in both. Sure. Unless but I'll wrong. tell you, watching the women's volleyball team for like week in, week out, like I covered their whole, uh, their whole tournament run. I covered every match. 
except for one. But I covered every tournament match. I went down to Tampa. Like, it was a blast just watching them play. Like, I was enjoying it. Everything was good. Everything was fun. And then, like this year, I covered three Nebraska football games. Lost all three. <laughs> and you know how shitty that is? Yeah. Like, I can't imagine it's fun. Like, it, it, your job really is so much easier and so much more enjoyable when the teams that you cover, you cover them for a reason, most people. I'm a fan. Like, I live here, and I cover them. And it's like, it, your job is so much more enjoyable when you are successful. Especially, like, in post-production. Like, when you're having oh to re, relive this stuff, and you have to re-edit all this stuff that you were talking about. Right. And they lose. Even a, even a podcast. Yes, even a podcast. Like, I have to go back yeah. and relive us reliving the game. So, oh, like, yeah. not only do we sit here on a Monday, we have to think about all the things I felt during that game when we lose and lose and lose again. But then I have to go home and edit that and yeah. listen to myself relive another loss. Dude. So I take three L's a week, guys. E- editing, yeah. editing my uh, NBNR roller coaster live reaction to the Wisconsin game. Oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> painful. Dude, think and about it. So, like, I imagine you, like, you go to Memorial Stadium. I'm sure, like, during game days, you guys go to the stadium. You guys get there really early. Real early. And you leave late, and it's like, fuck, they lost again. Jesus, come on. Dude, it really is, like, up in the press box, and you can you can see everybody up there. Like, everybody will tell you, no, I can't be a fan. I'm a journalist. Right. That's well, you're not a journalist, so you're good. Yeah. I'm not, but yeah. but I'm just saying, up in the press box, you yeah. go up, you get all your gear, you be you're quiet. all sitting there, everybody's all quiet, yeah, and you can just feel it. Mm. Everyone in the there. I, just, I think that is the dumbest thing you can say. Yeah. As a media person, saying you can't be a fan of the team you're covering. Like, so I, like, I grew up with Crane basketball. I know this is a Nebraska podcast. I understand that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But, it's like, fine. I grew up going to, like, the Crane basketball camp. And like, you know, I've been high school, like I would, or college, I would be at games, like working this, like for the arena. So like, it's a little different, but like doing it as your own, where I have full creative control. Like that's like, that was like my dream come true. And people saying like, you can't be a fan of a team. Like if you're covering them, you have bias. Yeah. That makes you want to do your job better. I wish people yeah. would realize that, that you do your job better. If you care about the team and the players that right. are there. I actually, yeah. I saw your Instagram post of when you were a kid and you had, was it on like a piece of paper? Yeah. Like, so I had like a little, I used to want to be a movie director. Yeah. So I had like a Pixar director thing. It was like yeah. career day or whatever in like f- fucking fourth grade. Yeah. yeah. Like I've never wanted to do any, I've only wanted to do media my whole life. There was never like any other option. I didn't, there was nothing else I wanted to do in my life besides media. Favorite, like, favorite movie or director? My favorite director, Steven Spielberg. I've okay. done, I did five projects on him in, Elementary school. So pretty much I just did the same thing every year. And I kept it for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Work smarter. Favorite Spielberg movie? Mine? Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park. I was thinking Jaws. Jurassic Park was my shit growing up. But go on, sorry. But that's, just, it's like, that's why I just don't like that narrative that people put out that you can't be a fan of the team you're covering because obviously you're covering that team for a reason. Like that's just the way it yeah. is. You're not I, yeah. going to go apply for a job working somewhere if you don't at least have some interest or intrigue in that team. I feel like you are less biased when you are covering a team because you can be more critical because you know more about that team. Right. So, like, for instance, Nebraska goes to Iowa City and plays basketball. 
or what we we thought they were doing on the court that night. Yikes. It was technically uh, basketball. Yeah, I knew were, we all knew they were going to freaking lose that game. Yeah, we all knew that was going to happen. <laughs> they go to Iowa City and they piss down their leg, right? Of course. Somebody that does not cover Nebraska basketball doesn't understand like this team, the dynamic, like how long, like the shit we've been through. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't get it. So they can't. They can't speak on it. Like right. So I don't know. I, I see what you're saying though. It's just like. Well, yeah, yeah when, you got to have some skin in it, man. When sports are like, if you look at all the sports writers that cover Nebraska, like they all, they went to the university. They grew up here. Like they, they have a rooted interest. Like even if they're supposed to be unbiased, they also know the context, like you're saying, Mike, behind Husker fans struggles. Okay. And they're able to like, when they write stories or cover the team, like they kind of have that, that lens where they can relate to the experiences of the average Nebraska fan because they kind of are one themselves. Like, I know we're going to name names, whatever. Like Sam McEwen, like he, he's been covering Husker sports for so long. He grew up here. He knows like what, what good football looks like. Tom Chattel knows what good football looks like. He knows what Husker fans have been through. So being like a neutral person, You've had neutral people come into the Nebraska media market, but they don't, I don't know why, but they just don't last long. They do I don't not know. at all. Like they, yeah. they're, they're, they're on to the next job, which was probably their dream job because that's their favorite team. So like they come here for a year, then they leave to cover their favorite team. Yeah. I don't if, know, you're it's an, if you're an announcer, that's where I think don't have bias. Yeah. Sure. That's right. Like Chris Collinsworth stopped covering Chiefs games. Uh, yeah. What does he have? Pat Mahomes is it could not bag in his mouth. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into I it. I mean, whatever. Chris did play for the Bengals, right? So, I mean, but yeah, he does. He does uh, have Mahomes' right nut in his cheek, his, but his bag in his mouth. We did have somebody comment in the chat again. Just want to remind people that are tuning in later to this episode. Uh, yes, we are wearing Iowa type gear. We are men of our word. We lost a bet. And um, to, our, to our guest, Brandon. Yes, to our guest, Brandon, who is wearing an Iowa shirt. <clears throat> so, um, yes, we are wearing Iowa stuff. You do not have to cancel us because this will never happen again. Yeah. Because Nebraska is never going to lose Iowa again. So Jesus. we're good. Yeah. Yeah. We're never going to lose again. I guess the, the next question is like, what's the next bet then? Well, what do, we, what do we have him do? Is it still the tat? The tat's got to be a thing because I just want somebody to get it, and I don't have tattoos. I'll do the, I'll do the tat. I don't care. He'll just do it regardless. <laughs> so that means we have to be bigger. Like the shirts. Yeah. Well, Connor did say he was going to get a tat, and he bailed out, and now we're all wearing shirts. Because I could replay the well, audio. I didn't bail. Yeah, do you have that it? Got did you it? <laughs> that, that bet got revised. I didn't bail on tattoo. Uh, who revised it? Revised is it a was fancy done word. On the episode. Revise is was, a fancy word for renege. Honestly, no. I haven't gotten a tattoo in a while. If someone pays for an MBNR tattoo, I will go get one because it's been a long time. Hey, that's, that's like shit. That's like eighty bucks. I'll drop. I'll drop twenty on that. That's king shit. You know how funny that would be just for socials. People would be like, "Why does this guy have a logo on him?" I'm like, "I'm dedicated. I'm a producer, bitch." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're eighty years old, I produced that podcast. I'm Brandon. their producer. Brendan's our groupie. That's why. Yeah, yeah. like that. What your hat design is. Yeah, that's if I if I were to get a tat, I would I would just get that. It's simple. It's the state outline, right? Yep, I, yep. I've lived in Nebraska my whole life. You got the NBNR, you got the corn. You're good. That's what I would get. Just get an outline of the state with that. Yep. We just do same. have uh, we do have a comment in the chat from Frozen Beers again <laughs> with the Z with the Z. Let's of course, go. 
He said, uh, could this offensive line earn their own nickname this year? And what would you name it? Oh, well, God. someone said something about diapers before. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. diaper changes. I don't know. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Well, obviously we can't do pipeline. We can't do that. That's, yeah. Because that's off the, the, table. the pipeline, they right. were not fans of that. Of yeah. like the current. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. They were salt. They you were salty. Tell, yeah. Like, there's only Nate one. Said, if there was a super chat, I'd throw money in for that tattoo. Nate, you can throw money in that, for that tattoo. We would gladly, <laughs> we will gladly take donations to, uh, to get our producer, a NBNR tattoo. Should we make a bet on the podcast that if it gets a certain amount of likes on YouTube or something, then I get the, I get the tattoo. Sure. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. We'll do it. Like, uh, what do you want to, the amount want to of impressions at? maybe? What do you think? This no, your guys. You're no let's do show. YouTube likes. <laughs> no, YouTube let's likes? let's say this. Let's say this. If we gain, where are we at right now for subscribers? On YouTube. On YouTube. Fifty. I can tell you. Three fifty ish. Give me the hottest second of all time. Because this is, I mean, this is permanent on Brandon's body. Yeah. So we should probably make this pretty steep. Make it worth it. Well, yeah. Like, like we've stated that our goal is to get to a thousand. Yeah. Eventually this year. Yeah. Like, do we do we say five hundred? Okay, that's 500 by the end of February. Oh, that's a lot. That's, is, uh, what are we at? No, I don't. I don't. Okay, we are at 348 subscribers. I think if we... Uh, can, I would say at... What a, if we get to 400? No. No. That's no. 70 what? more. No. no that's, that's a lot. No. Look, if you post a clip of this and Brandon's like, I'm going to get a tattoo on my body if these guys get 70 subscribers. Right. Let's say we wanted... We wanted a thousand subscribers by the end of twenty four. Yeah. When we touch a thousand, Brandon gets a tattoo. When we touch a thousand by the end of this year, we don't have to do this tomorrow. That's right, true. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, are, are you down for one thousand followers on YouTube? Yeah. If you guys get subscribers on the thigh, on the thigh. Is it the thigh? Yeah. Oh, I thought thigh. it was be like a forehead or something. <laughs> I have to keep a job. Yeah. <laughs> Media people love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> when you get it, win because we're gonna hit a thousand. Yeah, we're like, videotaping. Is, is it gonna be this this logo? Or is or it gonna is be it that? Be like, what do you just something little? Like, you could do letters. NBNR. You could do NBNR. Yeah. Like, just this. I'll give you all the other stuff. Give me a prison tat. Yeah. I'll give you a prison tat. I have one prison tat already. We're not gonna say where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Um, now I'm very intrigued. When the mics go off, I'm asking. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll just do. I'll do the NBNR with the corn. Yeah. All right. okay. Yeah. We love it. All right. One thousand okay. YouTube subscribers. You know so the people watching. How about this? Let's up the stakes. Oh, no. Mike, what? you getting it with me? Mike. What? We hit 1,000. We all get it. It's a milestone. No. Hey, we all 1,000, we all get it? You I'm can in, hide I'm it. I'm I mean, you, I'm, I would get that. I'm in. Right there. At get, one, Mike, at it 1, can be this I'm big in. on my thigh. Dude, I would cry like a little bitch. No, it's no, not you bad. No, it's, Dude, it's not that I've bad. Got my, I've got, I have a tattoo around my knee. You'll be fine. Yeah. You sound like two I also have a tattoo on my knee. It's not that bad. I can't do it. Dude, it'll be like 15 minutes. We'll it's see. not that bad, Mike. If all I right. if I do it, you're doing it because I don't have a tat hey. either. All right, yeah. are we are we saying right at this <laughs> yeah. moment? See, these at guys a thousand YouTube subscribers at a thousand YouTube subscribers, we're all doing it. Yep. Yeah, I'm down. All right, I am is. your producer, Mike. Yeah, we'll see. God, you're a bitch. Mike's in. <laughs> Mike's in. He doesn't get to say no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the B and N B and R stand for bitch. Yeah, kind of. I don't. <laughs> we would do it in the least painful spot for you. It's yeah, not, it's you don't you don't have to do it above the knee. No, there's like no, nothing there. Right above the knee kind that's of That's really hurt. That hurts a lot. No, yeah, that's no, no, where, no, that's where mine knee. is. No, yeah. On no, the thigh. Regardless. Yeah. No, it still hurts. That's where mine hurts. is. Yeah. They all hurt. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that bad. For a little bit. <laughs> Kyle's got him on the inside of his arm, and he's fine. Yeah. Watchers. Yeah. And where that hurt we get like it? a bitch. I asked him. He told me that hurt like yeah. a yeah. son of a bitch. Oh, guess what? Dude, you got. It's so. There's like. It's all just flappy skin there. Dude, it's. Look. 
This inside part here is not done for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> shit. All right, you heard it here first. 1,000 YouTube subscribers. Everyone at this table is getting an NBNR tattoo. Like these, like they don't hurt bad because it's like it's on your arm. Like obviously it's going to hurt on the bone a little bit. And then, right. like, yeah, that's, I'm hurt. not doing anything here. That's right. never going to happen. Fine. You can put it up here. I mean, there. I, yeah. Don't put on your nipples. That's going to hurt a lot. Yeah. Okay, back to frozen beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the nickname said, for the offensive line. The nickname for the offensive line. If you could give a nickname for the offensive line, and is this if they, he says that if they earn their own, so it could be good or bad. Mm. Well, I think like, I think you'd have to like, maybe this like would take away from them a little bit, but with, with them getting Riola, like, is it the, the Riola rollers, the, the Mm. just something because like, the Riola road graders. So okay. let's not lie because is, Dylan Riola is a big part of this. Okay. Yeah. Like, come on. He's the number one. He's the best recruit we've ever gotten. It's got to be something, something about around that. Riola's roadblock. I like that. Ooh. Riola's so roadblock. It's funny that you went with roller and you went with road grader because the two things that were in my mind were steamrollers. I was going to say Mannheim steamrollers, but I'm pretty sure there's probably like a trademark issue there. Probably. Um, and then Road Grader was the next one, but I think I like Riola Roadblock better. Because in... Put on a shirt. What's the offensive line coach's name? Riola. Hey, that's like two... Th- yeah, that's true. Come on! It works. Come on! All right. Yeah. Riola Roadblock. Yeah. Roadblock, Road Graders, and that Rollers. Works. That goes both positive and negative. If they're playing bad, well, it's a roadblock. That's yeah. why Riola's not throwing it. <laughs> they rolled over. It goes both ways. What about um, the Ferocious Five? The Ferocious Five. Ooh. Yeah, this comes from the guy that won't get a tattoo. <laughs> hey. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. I was that thinking sounds like a really bad Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and guess what? They might be With really starring, good. Really bad. Starring Lynn Kiesel. Yeah, and the, the CGI Paul Walker. Nate says the manhandling steamrollies. Well, Manheim manhandling. Yeah, yeah. Steam. Yeah, yeah. We. I don't know. That, that we got some time like... to sit on it. Yeah. The, how about Great Value Pipeline? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's Kirkland. <laughs> yeah, Kirkland. Kirkland signature pipeline. The Kirkland Crushers. Well, yeah, yeah. it's like the Dr. Thunder instead of the Dr. Pepper, right? Yeah. yeah. The Dr. Thunder pipeline. Something like that. But okay. they have, listen, they have to be good first. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I think the Riola Roadblock works so well. Yeah. No matter what, it's still accurate. Yeah. <laughs> this gave you guys an NIL idea. So. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I mean... I don't know. Do we want to make fun of the Dallas Cowboys? Ha <laughs> That's funny. They, uh, they, okay. So the Dallas Cowboys are the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Go on. They were good in the 70s. They were good in the 90s. Hey, guys, did you know that Nebraska was good in the 90s? Did you guys know that? And they haven't done shit since. Same fan base. High yeah. expectations. People make fun wow, of them. Fan base. People pe- make fun yeah. of us. So, yeah. Again, I dress. Lovable losers. I addressed this before the episode. And I don't think that the Cowboys are the Huskers for one big reason. The Cowboys make the playoffs. We don't make bowl games. Like, sure, the Cowboys lose in the first round every goddamn year. Right. It's actually incredible. I think out of their last 18 playoff appearances, I think it's like 14 losses in the wild card round. So Hilarious. <laughs> but um, losing at home 
But yeah. they were like 16 and 0 at home. Not oh. just losing, but they, the, they were favored by 10. Bad. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, you're for, you have, we're talking about home field advantage again. You're at home. Right. Right. You have people 70 sprinting. degrees in a dome. You have people sprinting into your stadium three hours before the game and you lose to the Packers. Okay. I can't say anything about Vikings fan. We lose with them a lot. Dude, but <laughs> Jordan Love might actually be sick. Yeah. I don't know. Jordan I, I, Love might actually be sick. I thought. No way in hell. We all said, I mean, not we all, but me and Jared Mike, and I, I know for sure. Yeah. Like, we were not Jordan Love believers. We're but like, like, I'm like, you think that if you get rid of a Hall of Fame quarterback, that things are going to get better? They, right. It right. happened and the I last laughed. time, too. And I, well, yeah, laughed. but it happened Shit, the last time. Lightning, do, Lightning does not strike right. fucking twice. <laughs> the, the Packer system. <laughs> or is, three times, for God's sake. The Packer system is get a Hall of Fame quarterback. When he starts to age, trade him to the Jets. The guy that was behind him is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. When he starts to age, you trade him to the Jets. Yeah. And the guy behind him is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's just happening over hey, and over. It's, like it's not circle. fair. Like Brett Favre was a Viking. Like a Brett Favre yeah. was a Viking. He, they Sometimes they go to the Vikings, too. Yeah. 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 They go to the Jets first, and then they decide they're going to retire again, and they go, go to the Vikings. So in 20... What, it's 2024? So in, 20, in 2039... Yep. Jordan Love will be going to the Jets, and the Jets are just going to be like, sure. sure. <laughs> Do you, of course you're going to take you think get, Vegas eight has minutes a, out of him, and then it's... Yeah. <laughs> eight minutes is generous. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Vegas has a line right now for Jordan Love's next team to the Jets? Because they I should. Would, I would bet that future right now. <laughs> just throw 20 bucks on it to win like $5 million. <laughs> His, He will be a Jet when he leaves the Packers. Ridiculous. It's awesome. But yeah, I mean, dude, honestly, and I hate to, I hate to like say this, but after the Dallas Cowboys game, what's the first thing that I did? You text celebrate. Tobias. I went on Twitter. Oh, okay. And you saw Stephen A. Smith. I looked up Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, I had and like, he's all the so comments. funny, dude. Like that's his thing. Like, wait, you didn't look up Skip his Bayless throwing his jerseys? His you comedic realize timing? that St Stephen A. picked the Cowboys to win though. Did he? Yeah. Well, it just says, like he's got the camera, it turns over, he looks at it. <laughs> I told you. I done told you. But he like, did it. He picked the Cowboys. <laughs> what? I so, don't know. Just the way he does it. Steve and I hating the Cowboys is hilarious. What I find funnier is Skip Bayless loving the Cowboys and like making his wife film the video every week right. of him throwing his jerseys. The same and jersey. And you know he's digging those jerseys out. Of course. And it's, it's a brand new trash more money. He doesn't yeah. care. What's even funnier is the fact that he has an automatic trash can and every week it fucks with him and he's like trying to open it and throw his jersey and he has to sit there and like fumble with it and finally throws it and he's like, I'm done. And then the second that video ends, you know he's grabbing it out and hanging it right back up in his closet. Yeah. Content is Content. a dork. Yes, <laughs> he a dork. knows what he's doing. This is not a Dallas Cowboys podcast. No, but yeah. it is not. It is funny. Though. But it's, it is the NFL playoffs, okay? Yes. Yeah. Okay, everybody um, go around the table. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, Actually, no. Sorry. Mm. Who... I don't know how we want to do this. Who, who won? Did the Bills won or the Steelers? The Bills, Bills won. won. Okay. Yeah. Good. That increases the chances of the Ravens winning because the Ravens can't beat the fucking Steelers for shit. I hate... Because we, can we all agree that we know who Jared's going to say? Yeah. I mean, I want to say the Ravens, but... So, I, I say this with no pleasure. Mm. That the Super Bowl will be the 49ers and the Ravens, and the Ravens will win by, like, between eight to ten points, it won't be a one like a one score game. Why doesn't that give you any pleasure? Because I hate you. It should give you a lot of pleasure. So 
Well, yeah, because the Colts did beat the Ravens this year. I don't know how you think about this or how you feel (laughs) about it. But uh, the Bucks are currently up ten to zero on the Eagles. So, oh, Brandon, you, you brought Eagles, this up. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I said that the, uh, the Eagles are going to stomp the Bucks, or it's going to be a three point victory for the Bucks. That's my prediction for the game, just because yeah, so. of the way. I think Eagles coach, he's done after this year. Siri, you I think Sirianni's done? He's yeah. he's done. And Bill Belichick, Mike McCarthy will be fired by Friday. Yep. So, do you think Sirianni's going to get fired? Or is he just going to be done? I think he's, he's going to get fired. fired. That's get fired. crazy. I, how, why would you fire Sirianni? I, I, I don't understand because that argument. Fickleness. No. NFL teams are fickle. But here's the thing with Philadelphia. They've had all these teams in the playoffs and in championships, all, like, and they haven't won them. Right. So it's just, it, it's the Philadelphia syndrome. Dude, even with Andy Reid, they couldn't win shit. It's just one of those things where there's like the Oma Dome for when there's snow. Yeah, right. They have a, there's a dome. Or, hmm. Well, I mean, they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's Nick true. They won. Like, they won. With okay. Fulzy. Yeah. yeah. Sirianni was coaching there at that time, right? No, he wasn't. No. Who, uh, Doug Peterson. Yep, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Jack. Like, I don't think, I mean, the only, like, just the way that the media is talking right now and, like, insiders are saying, like, just the based off this game, the only way he keeps his job is if they go to the Super Bowl. I right. think it's the only way he keeps his job. I think it's been set stone, done, that he's going to be fired by the end of the year because with the, I mean, A.J. Brown is just, He's done. He's, he's like, checked out. He has his yeah. Kid. Like there's he a picture. He, there's a picture. He's had a fight on Saturday <laughs> like, night. Yeah. And he just looked like sad. He just said <laughs> like this. Dude, the way the way the Eagles have free fall, it's like, whoa. They fell off quick. Was dude. it is it because of Jason Kelsey's podcast with his brother, maybe? Taylor Swift's fault. That's who I'm yeah, saying. Like Taylor. Taylor Swift. Okay, can, can I, we talk it's about like a ripple. Really quick, I want to call my shot. Mm. Let's say Sirianni does get fired. 2024 Belichick. season starts. Tennessee Titans head coach Nick Sirianni. Yeah, and then Which, Bill Belichick goes to the Eagles. Yeah, Bill Belichick goes to the Bill Eagles Bill Belly or the is Cowboys. done. No, no, he's, he's, not. Not. no, no he's not. Bill Belly's done. No, he's not. He's not, he's not done. No. He was forced to leave the Patriots. I don't care. No, what I'm aware. Says. Okay, so no, I Belichick. Agree, but I think he's just done. Eagles or Cowboys? He's 72. Don't matter. He's going to go. If, so, okay. If the Eagles right now, you lose tonight. You fire Sirianni in the morning. You call Bill Belichick and he comes to the play in the afternoon. It's like, hey, we have Jalen Hurts. Right, you could sell the Hurts factor. Yep. He needs a quarterback. Obviously, he has to have a quarterback. It's because I don't. I'm not an Eagles fan. And that defense so, with Bill Belichick, who? Because right. you know people are going to be up for contracts this year. My other prediction is Stephon Diggs is going to ask for a trade at the end of the season. Oh, that's not it's even to bad. the Colts. That's too bad. That's not I, where I mean, he wants to go. Sorry, that's where I, no I, one wants to go. No, Diggs wants to win a championship, so he'll take a vet minimum. If yeah, Jalen Hurts and him are together with Bill Belichick. Yeah. He's going to roll those dice if that's what happens. I don't know. This is just me thinking out loud. But I think Sirianni is going to be gone by the end of the season. Belichick, I don't, I don't know why Mike Vrabel talked about wanting to be a Patriot because he wasn't going to get hired there. That was dumb. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't understand why the Titans fired Vrabel. That was because dumb. of his comments when he went back and was in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, wanna, yeah, sure. But, like, you can't shit on the guy for, like, being inducted into the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just thought that was a really wild move, too, because they're shipping Henry after the season. Like, he's Henry's gone out yeah, of Tennessee. Yeah, so no. then the Patriots hire Vrabel then? No, no he's the Patriots. No, they straight up said that he's not in the round. No, they already hired Gerard Mayo. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, they got Mayo. Yeah. yeah. Bad. Okay. okay. Anyways, so, this is not an NFL podcast. Ah, clearly. Let's, let's, uh, who wins the Super Bowl? Ravens. <sighs> Niners. Niners. I mean, I. Give me, Lamar needs his fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> Lamar needs to like finally shut these people up. Come on, Lamar. That's a Ravens. Ravens. That's a Ravens. Yes. Niners. 
Okay. So you got Ravens, Ravens, Niners. And we'll see if they even make it to the, <laughs> the yeah. Super Bowl. Right. We're going to be totally right. wrong. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're at a good point of the show. Let's, uh, let's flip it over to Brandon. Um, kind of talk about yourself a little bit. What, uh, you obviously work for Herd at Sports. You produce for us. You produce, um, the best podcast on the sport at Herd at Sports Network. Um, no knock on anybody else, but we are the best. Uh, we're he's not denying it. Yeah, he, we're he's, biased. He's yeah. just sitting there. Yes, exactly. Agreeing. He could have shut me down. He didn't. Uh, talk about yourself. Talk about your journey. And then um, do you think Iowa is going to beat Nebraska next year? <laughs> so we'll, I'll do the easy answer first. I think actually I was going to get stomped next year by Nebraska. Wow. Just being honest. I, uh, I'm not a delusional. Which means it's not going to happen. I just God don't think it. it's going to. I Damn didn't. It. I didn't death. think we we're going to win this year, if I'm being honest. More and more through the season, that was like, nope, we're not winning. But they find no. a way. There was like a minute 58 where I thought we were going to win, too. That's a Kyle, I'm pretty sure. I was like, yeah, well, I'm getting a tattoo. And I was like, psych, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, maybe I still am. And then I was like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> they find a way. That's what the text was, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so I've been doing media since I was 17. So in Papillion, they have this thing called POV Media. It's like an academy. What's nice about Papillion is you can do like academy. So you want to do nursing, you can do nursing, teaching, teaching, and a whole bunch of other things. So I was in the media academy when I was 17. Um, I really, like I said, I've only wanted to do media my whole life. There was no really other option for me. That sounds dramatic, but there wasn't anything else that interests me in a job. Like I just wanted to have my job be something different every day with new experiences. I didn't want to go to a nine to five and no, no, no dissing on that. That's just not what I wanted to do. It's soul crushing. Yeah. I just wanted to have something different every day and, you know, be able to be creative. Yeah. So I did, I did that my junior year. I produced like all these live streams, my senior year, um, learned like the basics of like media. So like all, you know, like your camera angles, your rule of thirds, white balance, all like the stuff you needed to know, did that for my first two years. And then I was going to go to Nebraska for school and then COVID hit. So I decided to stay a little bit closer to home and I went to Iowa Western. Nice. I dub. So I was there for, I did, I was there for two years, which I mean, which was nice in like retrospect because what's nice about like Iowa Western is like, it's far enough away from home, but I'm also like on my own. Yep. And also it's like, you're doing your classes for your degree. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking like classes I don't need for my degree. It's like you're going to do immediate classes and that's what you're going to do. Yep. And it's a hell of a lot cheaper than going to Nebraska for four years. I can tell Bingo. you. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. I graduated from my Western as well. So I, yeah. so I did that. You know, I was just covering like all the sports I could. Um, did an internship with just like another podcast for someone, one of my classes. Learned stuff about podcasting. I didn't even like go to school for podcasting. It was a hobby. Mm-hmm. just something I wanted to get into because it was COVID, you know, I couldn't really go out and do a lot. So I was like, I might as well learn something. And so with that, I was able to get a job at Herdat. But in that time between college and Herdat, I was freelancing for like ESPN and Big Ten. So I got to um, meet RG3. I was his assistant for a day. Nice. That was, that was pretty cool. Tough That's shot, cool. boy. That was, I mean, he's actually a really nice guy. So like that meme of him holding that big ass burrito, yeah, I had, yeah. To, I had to go pick that up. Oh no! <laughs> hey. I had to what, go. Like, what kind of burrito was it? It was from it was uh, so long ago. <laughs> from Muchachos. Was that right? from Muchachos? Yeah, I had to like deliver yeah. the burrito upstairs or something, and then I was just like with him, and like just he's such a nice guy. Like it's good. you know, I people were like, 
college athletes are mean. Like I can give you examples of who's not nice and who's nice, stuff like that. But like, like he's a Heisman winner. Like I played a video game growing up with him on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. And he like treated me as a person. Like I hope like, people like all this, like this guy isn't good. Like give them their bad days. Everyone has their bad days. All these media guys, like it's not as easy as you think it is. Mm-hmm. They're there sometimes before even the crew is there prepping for the show. They're probably doing it the night before. Mm-hmm. And when things change, then they're doing it again on the fly. Like it takes time to do that kind of stuff. So then um, I was just freelancing until about this time last year. Um, I knew of her at like my dad told me about them. I saw them when they first did the College Road Series um, two years ago. So they're on my radar, and I was like, I think I could fit in there. Like, that was something I like. I was like, I want to be a part of building something. That's something I take a lot of pride in is I'm a part of building, like, you know, like a network of, like, podcasts, of, like, editing videos and stuff like that. I take a lot of pride in that. And so then I made a TikTok was my application. Having to explain that one to grandma was a little bit hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so my one year is March 1st. Nice. And so – um I mean, I live my dream every day. Like, I don't take what I do for granted. You're up till 2 a.m. every every freaking day? <laughs> yeah. But it's like, <laughs> like I get to work with Kyle, and I really like having Kyle, um, because we kind of bounce off each other. So there are really pros nice. and cons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I've gotten to do, like, things like, I had, like, when I was in school, I had a five-year timeline of, like, my dream to do. So, like, one of them was, like, working the, like, professional football, like, a college football game. I did that. I did... Uh, college basketball game I did that and then I started a podcast I did that and I always want so like this year March Madness is like my like big thing so I'm hoping to be able to do that and that's just like I'm 22 years old and I kind of like I I don't like to like give myself praise because just with what I've had to go through with life I don't really think about that a lot I don't think about what I've like I think it's just anything but I like take my like a t- take a step back and I'm like yeah, you're, you're doing, doing all right. Yeah, pretty good. You're doing all right. Yeah, you you yeah. can pat yourself on the back. You're just, pretty darn yeah. good at what you do. Just don't peak too soon, Brandon yeah, Tatum. Yeah, it's like with like if anyone has questions about media, like you always can ask me. It's a ruthless job. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's a ruthless job. It's hard. There's long hours, early mornings, late nights. Like College Road Series, it's super cool. Right. Super long. Yeah. Super yeah. cool to watch. Super to hot. It. Really it's fucking super, hot. Yeah. Like, like the opposite of today. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But like getting to work with you guys and just like meeting all the people I have, I like sometimes I don't think it's real. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Like, I get paid to do that? Like, I get to hang out with these guys? Like, we are cool. You can get paid to do, you like, you know, like seriously, like I like knew about you guys before I even joined Herdat. Like, I've known who you guys were. Like, I knew about who you guys were before I even joined Herdat. Like, it's cool that like people I look up to, I work with them now. Like, they're like, my, peer. They're a peer. Like, like yeah. my, they're you like should, my friends. Yeah. Don't, don't look up to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> but it's like, just like, it's just like, I can't put into words. Like, there's like, I've had to go through a lot in my personal life. And just like to be like sitting at a table, drinking beer yeah. with a bunch of people I look up to is like, you got to like take those little moments for like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it when you, cool. when you have those long days and you're like, fuck. Dude, 2am. Uh, I got to go produce this podcast at 2am. Mm, the shitty podcast. <laughs> and we're not going to say which one. 
It's us. It's us. It's, it's us. <laughs> but you, you probably you probably have to tell your son maybe maybe this is something you need to work on. But like, you just got to tell yourself like, what's the alternative? You know, if you're starting to hate hate your job, if you're starting to loathe going into work or editing videos or editing audio, just got to ask yourself, what's the if not yeah. this, then what? Because like, you know, I always told myself I want to do a job I enjoy. Like yeah. I want yeah. to go and because I've seen people like adults in my life that you can visibly see that they hate their job, mm-hmm. and I did not want that. I wanted a job where I come into work every day and I don't like groan about waking up. Does waking up at five in the morning to do a media day suck? Yes, sure, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, but it's a cool job. It's a cool it's a day cool job. Yeah, like right, like okay, just to give you an example, this dude. So was it? It wasn't. Was it last Sunday? Yeah, last yeah. Sunday, or no, two Sundays ago, mm-hmm. this dude's job for like four, 12 hours was to, to run two fog machines for the Omaha Supernovas. We were doing their media day. <laughs> Which, Hit by it. the way, that, it. it did look tight. I saw Gorman's stories. It looked very cool. I mean, it was, it's, like, it's like world class what, what we're doing for those guys. Oh, I believe it. Um, and like their, their first match is coming up. But yeah, like I tell these guys all the time, like I, I bitch a lot about like, you know, it's crazy hours. You work Friday, Saturday, you know, all this other stuff. But like you spent 12 hours hitting two buttons on Ew. fog machines and Ew. we were eating Jimmy John sandwiches and like running around making cool stuff for the Omaha Supernova. had like, red zone on all day. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rough day in the office, huh? But it's like, right. like, I don't feel like when I first got my job, like my friends, like cool, like congrats, like you have a cool job. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But it's like. In that time, I met Matt Rule. Yeah. I met Kirk Ferentz literally last week. Like, I got to, like, shake the only head coach I've only known my collegiate career <laughs> ever. I had to shake his hand and, like, say hi to him. It's pretty cool. And, like, I mean, you know, like, the long hours. Like, if I can give, like, a kid one piece of advice, like, you just got to, like, stick it out. Yeah. Like, you're, you're going to start your job somewhere probably, and you're probably not going to have fun. You're probably going to be an intern making $9 an hour, and you're going to be – excuse me – Doing the grunt work. Yeah. You're going to be doing the hard work that someone doesn't want to do. But if you stick it out and you just put your head down and get the job done, like you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yes. Doing cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I, I think the biggest lie that's ever been told is, you know, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. That's a lie. That's a lie. There are days where you're going to It's going to, it feels like work. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's going to be days you hate, but if you love what you're working towards and you ultimately love what you're doing. It's still gonna be work, but you're you're gonna have a hell of a lot more fun doing it. Yeah, exactly. that's I feel like what you you're describing. Yeah, like, like Connor like, drinks beer for his job for a living. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he complains. He complains so, so much. He's like, I worked so hard this weekend. I drank hey. beer for three straight and days. And I played bocce. Hey, hey. <laughs> drunk. <laughs> this weekend we did. We had a concert. Uh, the Mud Puddles was fantastic. Um, Instead of Puddle of Mud, it's the Mud Puddles. Do they do Puddle of Mud? <laughs> they do not. That'd be the best cover band ever. Um, but no, we did that. Uh, we had an event on Saturday. This weekend, actually, we got a lot of big events coming up. Um, but yeah, like, again. Everything's so blurry. <laughs> Everyone's so fake. I'm going to unplug you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Please never again. Yeah. <laughs> what? Brandon, thank you. Thank for you mul- multiple things. For editing our shit audio. Yeah. For- dealing with us just in general. <laughs> all the all the ums and the ahs that Mike doesn't edit out, you do. 
That's not Dude, true. true. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Thank you for braving the cold. Yeah, man. I just wanted to get out of my house. I, 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 Have you been cooped up? Dude, he showed up. He was the first one here. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I thought really? you weren't getting here till like six. And he's like, dude, I had to leave my house. I have been so bored. Like, like uh, it's cool sitting in the house all day, but it's like, if there wasn't football on. Cabin fever, man. That yeah, sucks. sucks. Yeah, I hear you. With all the snow days and cold days we've been having. Mm-hmm. I, I took my dog out for a couple walks. You guys... Those Irish setter hunting boots with the with the the, the face cut, dude. I'm good. Yeah. What do you so guys your dog wear? Dude, she's <laughs> she she's got the fur. She's fine, man. She loves it. Okay. Again, thank you, Brandon. Appreciate you, you coming on NBNR, uh, fellas. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Just, Go follow dude, us. NBNR podcast. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I think that's it. Yeah. Real quick. Oh, sorry. What's the name of your guys' podcast? Yeah. I do. I don't really have one right now. I just kind of produce all this stuff, but I did God Bless Fantasy Football during the football season. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to bring that back during the football season? Yeah, we're going to work out some things. I think I want to do some other stuff too. I'm thinking of some other podcasts that I may want to start. Yeah. I'm not going to mention them. We'll say it off fair here in case that don't happen so someone doesn't be like, where's the podcast? I'm like, ah, well. And happen. Yeah. If, if you bring back your fantasy football show, can you right now guarantee me that I will win a championship if I listen to you? Jeez. That's a lot. I know. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> He's not a miracle worker. Yeah. Um, if you I mean, do want, to, maybe not the uh, gross Iowa stuff we're wearing right now, if you do want some cool NBNR merch, check out Evan's Custom Apparel. There's links on our website. Oh, yeah. I believe we have them linked in episode descriptions as well. We're hoping to have a slightly different backdrop. You know, we'll, coming we'll soon. See, coming, coming soon. soon. Scenery change. Be on yes. the lookout for that. We'll still be here at Nebraska Brewing Company, but yep. there'll be new scenery. We're, we're hoping to also get a special guest on Wednesday. Do we want to name names? Yeah, we can drop names because he's can we do that signed, sealed, delivered. We've okay. got a former Husker Kenny Bell coming on the podcast on Wednesday. It will be via StreamYard. So all you listeners will have the same view of Kenny as we will. You, it is a virtual interview with Kenny Bell. So uh, if you have like any questions you want us to ask, you know, we, I have like an agenda, but if you, we can probably add some of your yeah, make shitty sure. questions, we can add them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> add, add questions as always. Keep them in the chat and comments, all that fun stuff. Absolutely. Uh, the goal for 2024 is to hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. The, no, the goal isn't to get 1,000 subscribers. The goal is to get Mike a tattoo. Yep. Yes. 1,000 subscribers. subscribers is just the... Yeah. 1,000 subscribers. We're all... Everyone at this table is getting an NBNR tattoo. Yep. Yikes. Including Brandon. Yep. Okay. You guys, let's sign off. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Hall. Mike Delaware. Kyle Byers. Connor Cavillac. Brandon Tiedemann. As always... 1,000 subscribers, Mike Delaware, Tat, and GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Otter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. We can go get in the portal and go to another podcast. You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hang <laughs> on it, Muhammad. GBR. A Heard at Sports Network production. <laughs>